Hey, you are now listening to the Graceway Podcast. Let's talk. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Jeff Adams. I want to welcome you to this special episode of the podcast that we call Let's Talk. And normally, I'm here with Pastor Tim Dunn. We're talking about his message for the day. And since this is the day after Christmas, instead of a normal Sunday, we thought, let's do something a little bit different. And so it's my joy to welcome Pastor Jay Grimwood with me today. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be talking. I'm going to say a word about Pastor Jay, and then I'm going to get you involved mm-hmm. in the conversation. But uh, Jay Grimwood is retiring at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know who in the world is going to be interested in hearing two old retired dudes talk, okay? But we're not going to be talking shuffleboard or anything like that. It's uh, it's really pretty cool. And I'm so glad, Jay, that they asked me to do the interview yes, because we go back a long yes, way, man. absolutely. Yeah. And you have done so many things here. You started off as children's mm-hmm. pastor yep. and uh, faithfully served in that capacity. You brought so many innovations, I think, to our children's ministry. And, uh, and and then because you have a vast travel experience, I'll talk about that in a little bit, but uh, for you to uh, transition from that to becoming our, our mission pastor for quite some time. And uh, you and I have seen service all over this planet. Yes, and uh, so before anything, man, I just want to let you know how grateful I am to you. Well. It's been a great journey. Me to you too, Brad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I felt really like God put us together and you've been such a great mentor and always have been. I remember when we first met at the uh, businessman's Bible study. <laughs> remember that? Oh, I yeah. was just a really new Christian at that time. And uh, and I just said, I got to go to church where this guy's teaching. And I look out, and there you and Andre are sitting and uh, never look back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> But I, I think there's something interesting to people. You didn't go to Bible college or seminary to become a pastor, and here you've spent the bulk of your adult life in ministry. Mm-hmm. You had another very interesting opportunity, Jay, before you uh, uh, did some other things. There's a little uh, kind of a mon pa shop here in town called Garmin. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, yeah. t- tell folks about uh, what you passed up to do this. Yeah, uh, well, it was right at the time after, uh, actually before I came came to Christ, uh, I, I had been doing some uh, contract design work. I was a mechanical designer uh, in the engineering department at, at an electronics company, and we we were doing, uh, me and another employee there were doing side work on contract, and a group that we knew through the electronics company we were working for uh, were forming a, a company called Garmin, and <laughs> and it was uh, pr- prior to that it was a different name, but uh, that's another story. But uh, so me and and Bill uh, were able. We got the contract uh, to design the mechanical package for the very first Garmin radio, uh, and uh, it was uh, you know a just a, a basic uh, navigational you know uh, GPS radio and uh, so we took that on and then uh, they were forming this com- company at the time there was only 10 employees when we were working with them and of course they asked both of us to come on and I remember the discussion that we had it was like uh, I don't know you think this this company's going to go anywhere it's like, <laughs> 
<laughs> so God recognized it now. He's not smart enough to be there. Anymore. I better, I better take, get him, get him redirected. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I, that's why I don't do the stock market, you know, because I miss that one. Well, I think I think you and I both have the same record there. We're yeah. both wise to stay out of that. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. But uh, t tell us a little bit about where you went from there, because you became director of a, another very large company about yeah. that time. Yes, and I, I that actually this that company had split. And uh, we, um, uh, it was a subsidiary of a, of a South Korean company. And um, I, God just moved me up the, the ladder there. Uh, miraculously, I, I was uh, moved from the engineering department to um, our large sales department for all the OEM products we were doing for everybody, you know, uh, um, mainly like Southwestern Bell and those, uh, uh, telecommunication companies with wireless, anything wireless we were building under other people's names primarily. And uh, so I eventually became the director of operations there, uh, which led me to, ex I was traveling a little bit already, but then I just began to uh, travel extensively. We built factories in Thailand and Philippines and back during that emerging uh, tech time, you know, yeah. China wasn't even on the Right, radar right. at that time, yeah. I know it's hard for people to believe yeah, today. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So uh, it was, uh, that's where I had a lot of my international travel, and I was kind of a, what you and I would call a vocational missionary. Right. Yeah, and it was really uh, a, a great time. It's just so amazing to me how God uses all of our experiences, mm -hmm. whether we consider them good or bad. Yes. But he uses all of that in order to position us to where he wants us. Mm -hmm. and, and going back to that theme, and you, you were traveling all over Asia at the time mm -hmm. and other places as well. Mm -hmm. God was preparing you to be a future mission pastor mm -hmm. and giving you worldwide experience. But from a business perspective, which I think you and I would agree, that's incredibly valuable. That's, that's a lot more valuable in some ways than a, than a seminary uh, education. And, but during that time, you were also getting involved here at Graceway, mm -hmm. used to be called Kansas City Baptist mm -hmm. Temple back in the mm -hmm. day. And uh, we had a little thing that we called Shepherd School. They mm -hmm. have something similar here at Graceway yes. today. We yes. call Ministry School. But but kind of work that a little bit because you were you were studying there, but at the same time you had a pretty high powered job that was taking you around the world. How did you do that? Yeah, it was it was tough actually. I was <laughs> uh, I was really busy, but I I wanted you know for me and I'm kind of a you know as you are academic and intellectual kind of guy. I I I really wanted to know the Bible. It was kind of like. I didn't want to lose an argument. <laughs> and so I thought, no, I'm learning the Bible. So I got involved in, in our shepherd school here, which was uh, really a, a, an incredible, uh, you know, local Bible institute is really what it was. <clears throat> and it gave me, I, what, what happened was I was doing it, you know, for my own intellectual quest. But what transpired from it was that I just became... Uh, you know, God got a hold of my heart, you know, about uh, you know, whether or not I should go continue down this business path or just do full-time ministry. I, I kind of fell in love with the, the Word and fell in love with the Lord, and, and uh, He started shaping me and molding me in, in, in ways that I uh, hadn't, you know, <laughs> I hadn't planned. Yeah. Uh, and it, became, it was really a good, for, for me though, I, I felt like Every uh, every manager or every business person should have that 
kind of background because it helped me in just in leadership principles. Yeah. I mean, the leadership material that you had done uh, and as well as some of the other pastors that we were under, uh, I still use them today, but I use them. And I believe that that is in many ways is why God, you know, blessed me in, in that management to move me up to that uh, executive director, you know, in the operations. Wow. Uh, that, that's fascinating, but I, I think that you could probably say that the opposite is true, that there are many people in ministry who are hampered because they don't have understanding of the real world. Absolutely, yeah, I, I would totally agree. And oftentimes, you and I had that discussion, we'd have candidates come to us, and uh, they would they would have a, a you know, a international studies or a biblical studies degree or a or pastoral minister degree or something, and they were wanting to go on the mission field, and I said, well, you know, the only way you're getting into this area is uh, is if you have a secular degree. <laughs> right. So, the, and and it, it it plus I think one thing that we miss is is going in as a uh, a professional into any country, and you're doing value added mm -hmm. um, input to that community, to that com country, to to the political and the socioeconomic structure of all those countries you become an instant uh, um, partner yeah. in many ways with the business world, with the political world. Uh, we saw that, you know, in, in northern Iraq, you know, how yes. they, they, were, they, they were way behind what we were doing because it was helping their community. Exactly. And what happens is they, they really don't care at that point, whether you're a, a Christian, a Buddhist, a Jew or whatever, you're bringing value to the community that's and you right. become part of the community. You do. You become a, an ally and a friend. And, and that's really the basis, really, for, for, for sharing any kind of, uh, you know, spiritual... Yeah. Uh, or philosophical uh, viewpoints that you have, you have to have that bridge of friendship anyway, even in, even in our society here. Well, you were so prophetic in, in that sense, Jay, because you were uh, kind of ahead of the curve. And of course, today, in today's world, so many of the places in the world where those who are the least reached, the unreached, the unengaged, whatever term we want to use, they are in places where Traditional missionaries can no longer enter, and even if they could, would have to fight to be heard because yes. there's there's no respect there. Yes, uh, you know, people have come to both of us, as I know, because we've talked to to the same people often. But they'll ask, you know, what what do you do? I need to do to prepare? And many times it was well, this area, they need engineers, <laughs> or or they need hydrologists, or they need you know, uh, uh, um, doctors or wh whatever. There, there's just so many different needs there. And it was interesting to hear Pastor uh, Tim, who just got back from Iraq, put out a need for welders. Yes, yes exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, we had a guy respond to that, you know, Donna and Sam responded to that. Like, I can't believe it. I, I, they need my welding skills yeah. on, on the mission field. It seems like for the last uh, probably going on close to a century, we've been operating under a missionary model that has become severely outdated. Yes. But yet when you look back in history, uh, Paul was, yeah. was a tent maker. He worked in leather. That's right. uh, he, he wasn't supported by his ministry. He, he worked, and that's what got him into places. We look at groups like the Moravians mm -hmm. uh, centuries mm -hmm. ago yeah. who had that same philosophy. And yeah. it seems like now we're being forced to go back to it. Yeah, I, and I, I think it's in, in so many ways, it's, it's to the 
to the betterment of of the uh, uh, of the gospel, because you know you're you're looked at in in most of those least reached in those you know 1040 window uh, countries. Uh, they they don't understand going in and as a in a status as a missionary status. They don't understand that they because it's so foreign to them. Uh, you know, outside of their own context. Right. Right. And but when you go in and and there's there's a need that's being met uh, from a from a professional standpoint, then they can understand it because spirituality in many of those places, you know, obviously not in the context of Christianity, but spirituality with their in their own religious context is is so intertwined with the culture and with yes. every belief that there is political belief it's it's professional and 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 marketing mm -hmm. and belief and all of that is so intertwined where we have a tendency here to like you know put those in a box and yeah, that's so them. good jay that's that's such a, a great observation and it just seems like we uh it, the complaint that i've often heard from people that are saying well uh, maybe I, I need a trade or a business to get in, but then would I have time for ministry? <laughs> yeah. And I, I want to scream, what's your, what's your reaction to that? I know you and I are on the uh, same page. It, it, that is exactly, it, it's like, I don't have time for ministry. Well, well, but wait a minute, your ministry before was where you were working. And that, that was you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, you know, and you know, and we've talked about this, but Sometimes after you get into this full-time ministry, man, I wish I was at, back out in the marketplace where, yeah. you know, where you had a lot more. You're just connected in a different way. Yes, and, and you're, the, the people in your network are so much more liable to open up to yeah. the gospel yeah. if they know you as a person, yeah. if right. they know you as someone who adds value to the world around you. It's true. That's so true. And, you know, as a pastor, uh, and, and, you know, certainly it, it's a, public office and it's it's to be honored for sure uh but i think too that there's a whenever people find out you're a pastor it's kind of like there's a, a, a response that comes with that and a different yeah a different level of, of communication yeah you and i've talked about this yeah. before too when when we travel internationally people yeah. say well who are you and what do you do and i'm struggling how can i explain what i'm doing honestly without saying well i pastor a church that's right, exactly. and immediately the laser shield comes down yeah exactly and you know that's why now we can just say we're retired. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's kind of a blessing. We finally figured that out at the wrong time. That's right. but, <laughs> but you know, it's it's. Uh, I, w I was just talking to a friend of mine in uh, Spain this morning on Zoom, and he, and he gave me a quote that I'm, I'm still I'm, I'm still savoring. But uh, he he was mentioning how he knew that after we had come back from so many years in Latin America, it was hard for us, and still is, to connect with the American church in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with the American church. There's some great churches, great believers, nothing wrong with theological studies, going to seminaries, there's a place for that. But uh, he made the comment, and uh, he's another guy kind of like us, kind of a maverick, and he's traveling all over the world and, and ministering in, in, in different and unusual contexts. But he said, oh, so he said, I think I know what's happening to you. He says, uh, you know, I look around and I see this not just in the United States, but our churches become so much like machines and, and pastors or rather than loving people or wanting to control them. And he says, what, what I see happening is the organization begins to eat up the organism. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I thought, yeah. huh, I'm going to remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I think true. I translated that correctly. No, no, it's but, true. I, yeah. And, you know, I, I think that that's, 
you know, you get so connected to the 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 work that that is necessary, especially as a church grows. There's so much need to to support the 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 mothership that uh, you forget that there's a vast ocean out there yeah. that needs to, to to be explored, and and it, it's a it's a balance. It's a balancing act. So so Jay, my friend, as I welcome you into the world of patriarchs. <laughs> Yeah. What uh, what advice would you give to people, boys, young, old, or uh, likewise coming to retirement? How can we do a better job of living out our faith and the reality of the world around us? Yeah, that's that's you know that's a good question. Uh, you know, for me, I just felt like the longer that I walked with the Lord and 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 tried to figure this Christian thing out. You know, the more I, I I just came to the conclusion that grace, you know, is just really the fabric that uh, ties us all together. Yeah. And you know, it's it's like Jesus said, you know, it's really a, a, the the love uh, of one another. Really, he he he, uh, you know, obviously we love him because he first loved us. But his command was this love across the board, and mm-hmm. and boy in this situation we're in these days there's not a lot of love being spread uh, yeah. in a divisive world yeah especially in the church which yeah. is what's disturbing it is disturbing and yeah. and people have kind of taken their own camp and they're they they've you know huddled up and there there's walls that have been built and that was really the opposite of what you know, was called on by Jesus. Uh, you know, I was talking to a buddy of mine, I haven't seen him for 30 years, you know, and we ran in, into each other and and uh, spent some time together. He says, you know, and he wouldn't cl- claim himself as a Christian, but he said, you know, I've, I've read the, the Bible I have has all of Jesus's words in red. And, you know, <laughs> and I kind of chuckled. He says, and I read all the red words and I didn't see anything I disagreed with. Wow. And wow. I think, you know, for me, that's like, that that's the bottom line is you know when you think about the creator god and and this this god that we have you, you know it, it begs that the fact that he has to be a loving uh, yeah. forgiving benevolent god and and you know people are still the church still i think takes this stand of no you have to believe this or you have to do this or you have to not do this or whatever you know, and Jesus just said simply to the thief on the cross, no, just for him saying, hey, remember me? Will you remember me, Jesus? Yeah. Uh, when you come into your kingdom, he recognized him as the king. Exactly. And he said, hey, you'll be with me in paradise. So, Jay, how long did you serve in ministry here at what is now Graceway? Uh, well, it's been, uh, well, I, I came in 92, uh, you know, after I met you, and, yeah. then, and then, but I came on staff in 97, so it's been, you know, it'll be almost 25 years. Yeah, it's yeah. been a quarter of a century. Yeah. That's, that sounds old right there. Right? I know. It sounds it better to say 25 years. It went years. just like that, though, didn't it? Yeah, man. Uh, and, and the thing about it, and of course, you and Andrea and, and your family are so loved here. Uh, your 
kids grew up and, yeah. and you guys have been such a part of people's lives and you form the relationships that last for a lifetime. And, and I, I think it's good for people watching us today and, and know you. You're not planning on going anywhere. No, you got no, family here. Right. And uh, you'll still be at Graceway right. walking exactly. through the hallways. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> where else can I come for the words of the Lord? There you go. <laughs> but what is so remarkable to me, and uh, of course, you and I served together all those 25 mm -hmm. years. And uh, I was here a few years before that, of course. But uh, what is so neat, and we, we made some stupid decisions. We, we did some things wrong <laughs> along the way as we do through life. But what is so remarkable is you and several others made such a contribution coming out of the business world, coming out of industry, coming out of education. I look back on our, our ministerial team that we had and people like yourself, Tim Menzendiek, who came out of a academic and broadcasting background. I look at Jim Lee, who's still serving here, who came, he was a basketball player, uh, a coach and a mathematics teacher. Yeah. And uh, now has become a fabulous minister and counselor and so many people like that. I don't want to leave anybody out. But uh, I think we were trying to blaze a trail mm -hmm. back in those days mm -hmm. of showing people that you can serve God from any position in life. Yes. I, and and, and real, that's so true, too. I think that it's like you, when, you, when you have real-world experience that you can tie together. Because, you know, the, the Bible's real world. Yeah. You know, it's it's practical. There, there's it's it's yeah. There's philosophy in it, but it's really a book about living practically. Yeah. And and I think that when you when you have the real world experience of 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 being there and being out, uh, rubbing your sh shoulders within that context, then you, you, that's just how, who you are. Yeah. It's it's not something that you do because you've been commanded to do it. Right. You you are that person because that's who God made you. Yeah. And I watch you over the years so many times interfacing with people serving in, in other fields. And you would use that experience and the things that you had learned in, in your previous life in business to the advantage of everyone. So it's probably a good place to leave it. We could go on for this. I'm sure we will without cameras, but but it's been such an honor and a joy to uh, kind of congratulate you on entering into this new season of life, Jay. And and again, man, we love you and love your family. We're excited to see what's going to happen. Any, any big plans for the future? Just going to kind of catch your breath for a while. You just catch my breath, you know, and hopefully there will be a few, you know, time off opportunities to teach. You know, I still like you know you led me into that uh, <laughs> that uh, love of teaching and uh so hopefully there will be some of those that arise uh, yeah they still let know. this old guy get up every now and then exactly. so that's yeah, that's that's pretty right. good i'm following you i've followed you for years so i'm going to follow <laughs> you into retirement well jay thank you so much and folks thanks for for letting us kind of reminisce here a little bit and we'll be back next week and uh talking about the message from uh that sunday but thank you so much for being with us and jay blessings to you merry christmas you. man God bless you. and you we too. will be merry in touch christmas. absolutely Thanks for tuning into the Graceway Experience. Hope we can talk again sometime.